Hey, you guys, this is Lisa Clark. Welcome to the Wonder Podcast. Chrissy Dunham and I are so excited that you've joined us today. We have Crystal Yates on the podcast and you guys, it is powerful. She shares what God is doing in her life for this episode of The Friend Zone and it is something good. He is at work. We talk about fear. We talk about when God is silent. We talk about waiting on the Lord. We talk about faithful grandmothers. We talk about it all. And she is here to testify the goodness of the Lord. So you are in for a a treat today on this episode of The Friend Zone. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Wonder Podcast. My name is Christy Dunham, and I am here with my co-host, Lisa Clark. And we are thrilled that you are listening to this episode of The Wonder Podcast. Today is our Friend Zone. We do this once a month. We call up get in contact with some of our favorite friends. And today, Lisa Clark, our listeners are in for a treat. One of our favorite worship leaders, one of our favorite people in the whole wide world, Miss Crystal Yates. Wow. Well, She's got to be a good, anyone that you meet at Disney World is going to be a good friend of yours. So that's kind of how we met Crystal. Funny story. We were there for a conference at Disney World. I mean, yeah, we all signed up for that. And so uh, Crystal was our worship leader and it was, we just became besties right at at the go sign and have loved just watching her and seeing what God is doing in her life. And she's come to Prestonwood several times, Chrissy, hasn't she? She sure has. She has led at some of our women's events. And if you look on some of your CDs, or if you look at some of the credits on a lot of the worship songs that you listen to, you might just see her name. Um, She's written one of my most favorite songs, I Got Saved. So. There's so many stories I can tell, and I don't want to waste time on my stories. We want to hear from Crystal. So, Crystal, welcome to the Wonder Podcast. Well, thank you. And thank you for inviting me and reminding me that we met with Disney and Jesus. I mean, can can it get much better than that? No, ma'am. So, no, ma'am. So it was, it was destined that we were going to be besties for the resties. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, this is our friend zone, and we are just spending time getting caught up with you. And I want to ask you a very important question just to kick us off and get us started because the point of these is just for you to tell us what God is doing in your life. And anytime I talk with you or meet with you, I am blessed and I walk away a better person and I've learned something. I feel the same about you, Chrissy. You're sweet. I uh, know that you have just fought COVID and you won. And I watched you in the hospital via social media Yeah, and you were in there a long time for someone your age, because you're very young. Yeah, And I want to know what the Lord taught you during (laughs) that fight. Wow. That is such a loaded, amazing question (laughs) because don't you know that he met me? I was in, in the hospital for 21 days and I'm 43, so I'm not a spring chicken, but I'm not ready for retirement yet either. But (laughs) he did. He taught me so much, but I literally had to face 
probably my greatest fear is being alone. And also a fear that I battle since I was a kid is dying. Not where I'll go. I know I'm going to go be with Jesus. I think it's more the how and not wanting to be alone. As I faced that fear, that, that giant, he got really loud. Fear got really loud and God got really quiet. (laughs) And while I was sitting there about the ninth day in this battle, I had so many people reaching out to me via text messages, social media. I can't even go in my Facebook and try to even begin to read because so many people were praying and reaching out. I tried, but I just kept swiping up and there was no end. And my heart was just so grateful for all the people and the saints praying. But the weirdest thing, I couldn't feel them. I don't know how to explain that, but it was as if my heart was so grateful for each prayer. I began to cry out to God on the ninth day and said, God, where are you? Why isn't this working? Why aren't their prayers working? I've always seen him meet me in ways that, I mean, you know, I've told you, Chrissy, a ton of my stories and God pretty quickly usually meets me. (laughs) And this was the first time that I've had to really face something alone. And I'll never forget what he said as I was laying and crying out. I had almost completely stopped listening. I was still praying, but you know me and you know my heart is to listen and follow his spirit every day. Like that's a big part of my life. And I had almost quit because I was, I was scared of what he might say. I was very afraid of what he might say and what he might tell me. I didn't even realize I was putting him off and not listening. And that night, about day nine, I cried out and I said, God, why aren't they, the prayers working? Why don't I feel all these? And I just will never forget what I heard come across my heart and in my mind. I heard him say, everyone in the world can pray for you. But if you don't believe for yourself, if you don't believe that I can do this for you, just you and me, then those, all all those prayers, they don't even matter if you don't believe. And so God brought me out in that David and Goliath moment. If you know that Bible story, it's a great one. If you don't, you need to read it because God, by his providence, by his grace, he leads us out on the field to look at giants in the face and slay them. And Even had I went home to see Jesus, my giant would have been defeated. It would have been slain because what Christ has done is enough. But in that moment, he was saying, I'm asking you to rise up in faith and believe I can, I can heal you. And so from that day forward, I began to say it in prayer, even though my heart wasn't feeling it yet. And I began to say, you can't heal me. And it was that mustard seed of faith. And I'm not kidding you. I, as I cried out, people started sending me the song from CC Winans, Believe for It. Yes. And yes. yes. And I get to open for her next. Oh, yes. Next month oh, um, wow. in Nashville at the National Worship Leader Conference. So I can't wait to tell her this story and share with her. And I, I had not been listening to it. And then all of a sudden my heart had opened and I realized God was bringing me out to a place where I've never been before alone to face this. I've, and so when I went out there and stared that giant in the face, I began with just that mustard seed, that little rock, you know, to sling. The very next day I began to cry and pray. And I asked God to send someone. I said, God, all these people are wearing masks and they have shields on their faces. I can't even hear what they're saying. I feel so alone. I was like, would you please send someone that knows you? If I can't see my family, 
if I'm separated, please let someone walk in here and agree with me. And I went to sleep crying and praying that. And when I woke up, these two blue eyes were looking down at me and I'll never forget what she, she said. I looked and I was like, Whoa, I said, who are you? She goes, I'm Stephanie. I'm your nurse today. And I said, you're not supposed to be my nurse today. My nurse is supposed to be Jennifer. And she said, I know, but I got reassigned to you today. And anytime God does that, I know that that person is my mission that day. And you are my mission today and you are going to get better and you are going to get out of this hospital. You've got to rise up and believe it. And I had cried. And when I, and I fell back asleep, relieved that he would hear me and see me. And when I woke up, that nurse had written all these Bible verses and surrounded my bed on post-its, pink, bright pink post-it. And she said, I kept hearing scripture after scripture of the promises that God has over to you. I couldn't even write them down fast enough. This is all I could write. And they were surrounding my, my bed. I'll send you the video of it. And I just could not believe it because I was not getting better at the beginning. It was very scary. They were increasing my oxygen little by little by little. And I had reached the maximum of the high flow oxygen. When that got to the top and the max, that's when I realized, okay, I need to make sure that I'm listening to God, that I'm back at that place of surrender again. And so that, that's what I walked through. It was amazing how he sent someone to agree with me. Praise God for the people, the saints. Praise God for the people that stand yeah. with you. It's you know, right. in person, there's something about it. Yeah. All those messages, they were real to me. But then it was after, after that happened, after I began to rise up and, and believe in faith that God could heal me that I could start feeling those prayers and I could feel them moving my heart and, and just only imagine how much they were moving God's heart. And so that's, that's Quite one thing. Story. And <laughs> I've got so many questions, Crystal. I've got so many questions. Okay. I think one thing to point out here is you said when I was just about to quit listening. And I think for us, isn't that the way it is? We always just quit right before the big thing comes. That's our inclination. It's just to revert back to our comfort zone or whatever that is. And you just about, and I think that's such an important thing for people to hear because what is the moral of that story? Never stop. Yes. Present. Believing. Never stop pushing forward. Never stop listening. Never stop wanting the Lord because he is there. And he has a word for us. And you, you receive that word, how clearly you receive that word when you ask for it. Now, the other thing I want to point out is the specific things you were asking the Lord for. Hey, yeah. he, he can read our mind, but why do we make him want to read our mind? Why don't we speak out those things yes. that we're asking the Lord for? And if they're good for us, he will give us because he says he will not withhold any good thing from us. Amen. So the fact that you had this blue eyed angel the next morning in front of you is just the Lord saying you asked and I love you. And here you go. It's just some of this is just so important to realize that you learned so much in this journey. And that was yeah. day nine. Remind me how many days you were there. I was there 21. So it took me nine days to kind of hit my knees and surrender and open my heart to listen. And, and two, I I will say that there was definitely a shaking. I I don't know if you're familiar with the Bible verse in Hebrews 12 that talks about 
what can be shaken. It's a great chapter of Hebrews. Hebrews is my favorite book in all the Bible because it doesn't sugarcoat anything in Hebrews. It just kind of tells you like it is. And um, there was a definite shaking happening in that hospital with me laying in that bed, unable to even get up and use the bathroom. I mean, that's how bad it had gotten without desaturating my numbers, desaturating. And as that shaking came, it says in Hebrews 12, what can be shaken will be shaken. And what remains is kingdom. And let me tell you my list of what's important and what's not important switched in an instant. And I remembered the very, from the very get go, what it was all about when I got saved, when he turned my life around, when he changed my life, do you know, that was the only thing that in my family, what he's done and who he is in my life, my testimony and my family and the people that are in my life were all that mattered in that moment. And it took a shaking. It took being on a field with a giant and facing my greatest fear to remind me that calling is still there. The new, the news that God gave us through Jesus Christ is still good. And it was the thing that no matter what he delivered me or healed me, or if I went on to see him, I knew that was all that mattered in that moment. And so I just praise God. I would have avoided that whole situation. I had prayed to, I was like, God, please don't let me get that. I was like, please don't let me be in the hospital myself. And I'd taken precautions and everything, but I believe that God in his grace in this fallen world allows us to face our giants to prove that he's able when we're not able, he's able. So if you are hanging on by a thread and you're listening, he is able. I have good report. (laughs) Because it don't matter if you see his face on the other side or if he heals you on the other side. Either way, the good news of Jesus is still relevant and important in those moments. And it is exactly what we need. It is exactly what he died for. And it's still the good news. It still saves. It still heals. And so, yes. That'll preach. That'll preach. Yes. Did, have you written any songs out of this experience yet? <laughs> Girl, I cannot even tell you. Even after my hospital stay, we had already planned a retreat with a bunch of my friends and one of them being Charity Gale, which you know, and her husband, Ryan. I didn't know if I was going to make it, but really in faith, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be there at that writing retreat. And it was a few weeks after my hospital stay, you know, and I wasn't sure how I was going to be because I came home on oxygen. It was, it's, it was hard for me to get out of the bed for almost two weeks, but I began to push myself and move to make it to that writing retreat. And we wrote so many songs and one of them is we're already working on being a single to come out after the summer and it's called I'll send the rain. I cannot wait for y'all to hear it. I was telling Charity's husband, Ryan, that something that a statement that came on my heart when we were talking about faith. And I said, we were saying how doubt is always present. I said, well, the field of doubt is where we plant the seed of faith. If doubt wasn't present, we would not need faith. And faith is the Mm -hmm. only way that we can please God. It's impossible to please God without faith. By his grace, he gives us opportunities to plant a seed of faith in a field of doubt. And he wrote that down and we wrote a song around it called, I'll send send the rain. And I'll go ahead and tell you um, one of the lyrics. It says, in a field of doubt, plant a seed of faith and I'll send the rain. That's God saying, I'll send the rain. So yeah, so we wrote and we wrote, we wrote, I think 
almost 20 songs. Oh my, oh my goodness. Yeah. So, so much came out of it and I was able to share with them, just like I'm sharing with you guys, what God has done. And he just blows my mind. He blows my mind. There was not one moment that I didn't think he's still good. He's yeah. still good. And the news of Jesus is still good. That's <laughs> so amazing, Crystal. And I know that Chrissy already mentioned, so we, we mentioned that you're a songwriter and you just shared some of that and we'll tell people how to get in touch with you and listen to some of your things at the end. But Chrissy mentioned her favorite song was I Got Saved. And <laughs> that's one of my favorites too. Tell us real quickly how you got saved. We, I love this story. I was 18. It's been a very dark place. I had so many people I love surrounding me addicted to drugs or alcohol. And there's still many of those people fighting that battle. I really didn't know who I was. I, I was always trying to please people and be the life of the party. That was kind of my role I felt like in life. Until the party got quiet, I began failing school. I was my first semester of college and already failing because I was being the life of the party everywhere. I didn't have time to do my work. I just remember finding out I was going to lose my scholarship my first semester. They're like, you're already in danger. And I had had a, a family member that was so strung out on drugs that it was just hard to watch. I felt like my life was falling apart. In that moment of desperation, I went up to my room and I cried out to Jesus. My granny had always told me I was not raised in church. My granny had always told me that Jesus loved me. She would take me to church with her during the summers when I'd visit her. So I reached out in that moment of darkness and desperation. And I said, God, if you're real, I need to know because I don't want to live anymore. Then I told him, but I don't want to know if you're real, if you can't love me because I'm, I've broken all your rules and I'm sure I've broken your heart. I've disappointed so many people and I don't even know who I am. My phone rang about an hour later after I prayed that prayer. And there was a woman on the other end that said, gosh, I had visited her church when I was a little girl. And she said, I haven't seen you in years, but I was praying today. God brought you to my mind and he wanted me to call you and tell you that he loves you. And he has a plan for your life. Would you like to come to church tonight? We're having revival services that I'll be there. <laughs> and it was a little like Pentecostal church. And I walked down to the front and I gave my life to Jesus and all these ladies prayed for me. And I have not been the same since. Mm -hmm. uh, my life has been transformed by the blood that Jesus Christ shed on that cross. And I do live by resurrection power. And I'm just so thankful for what he's done. That is, I guess, if we all have a passion in life, my passion is to tell people who he is and what he's done. And to encourage people, the people of God, tell him who he is to you and what he's done. It doesn't matter how big or how small it is. We don't all have the same stories. God needs us to share our story. Amen. He needs us. We don't need a stage to preach Amen. from. We don't need a women's ministry. I have a podcast. We don't even need a podcast. We can be a shopper in the store and we can lead into conversations with compassion like Jesus. Amen. And we can ask people. It doesn't have to be weird. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it doesn't have to be weird. You don't just have to launch in. You can ask people how they are going on. Right. How, how are you doing today? And you'll be surprised how God will meet you if you will yield to him and surrender. I can't even tell you the kind of opportunities. I wish I did it more. I need to do it more. And it's just my heartbeat is you can argue theology. You can argue all kinds of crazy things, but you can't argue 
what God has done in someone's life and who he is. That's right. That's right. That's right. Nobody can argue your story, <laughs> no. no matter what it is. Because a lot of people say, well, I don't have a story. I wasn't on drugs. I didn't do bad things. I grew up in a Christian home, you know, all those things. But that story's important. That's story very, important. very important. So that person Lord, can reach someone. I can't. That's right. So. The Lord has given everyone a story to use for his kingdom. And your story is amazing. It is so God. And that is who he is. And every time I'm with you, I leave in awe of who he is and what he's done, which is what has happened to me today. Just Mm. this whole story of how he took you down this journey and he taught you so much. And you're a stronger woman because of that. I know nothing about music, but in my head, writing 20 songs over a weekend, I think you may have set a record. I don't know. That just sounds like a whole lot to me. Uh, because you had a, the Lord gave you a lot that you need to unload and tell us. So I can't wait for that. Just like you talked about CC whining when that CD dropped. I'm not a big crier and I cried through the whole Mm -hmm. thing the very first time I heard it. And still to this day, when songs come on from that Mm -hmm. album, I cry. There's something about it. It is so filled with the Holy Spirit. It is so powerful. It is so reassuring. It is so, it's like a victory song. Like if -hmm. you went to college and your school song gets you revved up, like that album gets me revved up, just oh, like yes. your song "I Got Saved" gets me revved up. Like I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go to the game. Put me in when I hear songs oh, yeah. like that. And that's oh, what your music does for me. And um, we love you. And mm-hmm. I am thankful that the Lord has seen fit to leave you here because you're not done. You Praise have God. a big assignment from Him. And you and oh, willy nilly have uh-huh. a lot to accomplish for the kingdom. And there is no one I'd rather listen to than you guys. I am blown away by who you are, how God uses you, how he continues to use you. And I know that there are big things, big music coming in from Crystal Yates. And I love that. I love that. And I love you. Close us out. Do you feel like singing? Is your voice back? Well, okay here's where I'm at. Like, I mean, yes, I can, I can sing to you, but it's, I'm not full of voice yet. I still, I went to the doctor yesterday. Oh, by the way, speaking of willy nilly, we're celebrating 23 years of marriage on Wednesday. So that's yes, cool. Lord. Yes. <laughs> Glory to God. That's right. By his grace. That's awesome. That's yes. awesome. Close us thankful. out in one of your favorite songs. Because we just, talked about, I got saved. I'll sing the chorus. So I went to the doctor yesterday. I'm still working towards getting my lungs cleared of pneumonia. So I will. And this is the song that kind of introduced us to each other. I feel like I got yes. mm, I'm undone by the mercy of Jesus. I'm undone by the goodness of the Lord. I'm restored and made right. He got a hold of my life. I've got Jesus. How could I want more? I'm undone by the mercy of Jesus. Undone by the goodness of my Lord. 
I'm restored and made right. He got a hold of my life. I've got Jesus. How could I want more? If that is not full capacity, <laughs> I don't know what is because that yeah, so was sweet. amazing. You're so sweet. Yeah. You're so sweet. Yeah. Thank you. Well, and you live your life like that too, Crystal. You live like <laughs> you're still undone by what Jesus did for you. Oh. And that's how we're supposed to live our life. We should never get over it. Mm-mm. And uh, we so should good. be undone every day. He is so good. He is so yeah. good. And I love what he's done in your life from the beginning, from mm-hmm. your granny, laying that foundation yeah. with you. To that mm-hmm. moment that you had with that teacher calling you back and saying, yeah. we haven't seen you in forever, but yes. I'm supposed to call you to where you are today and your family, your sons and your hubby and congrats on the anniversary coming up. And Thank I want you. Um, you to tell our audience how they can get in touch with you, how they can listen to your stuff. Tell us, tell us all that important. Yes. Information. If you go to crystalyatesmusic.com. We haven't updated that, but you can go there, find my social media on Instagram. I'm Crystal Yates Music. On Facebook, I'm Crystal Yates Music. Please come and follow our journey. We have a live recording coming. We're going to be preparing. I would love for you ladies to come to that. And also we will be releasing that single. I'll send the rain pretty soon. So be looking. I love love it. And Lisa and I will be on the front row wherever you tell us to be. (laughs) We will be there and we'll bring our little posse with us. The other two will bring them with us because we are huge fans and we love everything about you. And you always lift me up and encourage Mm. me and push me closer to Jesus, which is what you've done today. And I am, if you're looking for a church home, Crystal and her husband lead worship at is it Christ Fellowship? Yes, ma'am. Christ Fellowship Christ. in McKinney. Yeah. Yes. So if you're looking for a church home and you want to hear her every week <laughs> and, and see that man strumming that guitar, <laughs> y'all just get yourselves on out there because they are an amazing power couple for the Lord. And I'm thankful that the Lord allowed our paths to cross and we are better people because we know you. So bless you. I'm thankful that he healed you and continuing to heal you. And we will pray you through that journey. We love you. Love y'all too. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us today. We truly appreciate it. If you like what you heard and were encouraged, please go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review because your recommendation for our podcast brings us great joy and it helps others find out about us. And if you are able to help support our podcast ministry, we would absolutely love that. You can go to chrissydunham.org and click the link to the party table. No donation is too small. We are so thankful for you. God bless.